You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Dippy Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor West. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets. Heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm your host, John Patch. Joining us is animal trainer and agility person over here, Miss Karen Vance. Here to answer your training questions, your behavior questions, and your agility questions about your pets. The show is produced by Miss Amanda Page. Hey there, Johnny boy. Hey, Mandy. How are you? I'm doing good. The show is also produced by Mr. Tony Leg at Business Talk and Lifestyle Talk Radio Networks. So when you call in, you'll speak with Tony, and Tony will put you on the air with us at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. Of course, sometimes we have trivia in the hour, and if we do trivia this hour, we will be giving away a bottle of Pettastic Naturals, all-natural product, Pettastic.com, as well as Uncle Norman's Pet Bath Sponge, so stay tuned for that. We're going to have a special guest joining us, a very dear, dear friend of mine, Miss Tippy Hedren. We're going to be talking with Tippy in just a couple of minutes, so stay tuned for her coming on. She's going to tell us about Shambhala Preserve. A couple of other things that are going on in her life as well. So if you have a question for Miss Tippy Hedron, you're welcome to call us. Again, it's 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. Once again, pick up the phone. I'm John Patch. I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page. And this is Talkin' Pets. The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea. It lingered there touch your hair and walk with me all summer long we sang a song then we strolled that golden sand two sweethearts and the summer wind like painted kites those days and nights went flying by the world was new The Roar Foundation, founded in 1983 by Tippi Hedren, exists solely to support the Shambhala Preserve. Their mission is to educate the public about the dangers of private ownership of exotic animals. Huge numbers of dangerous animals are bred and sold in the United States for illegal purposes. Private ownership presents a grave danger to the public, and it's cruel and unfair. More stringent legislation is needed to prohibit breeding and selling. Tippi Hedren is actively involved on federal as well as state levels to make this happen. We want to welcome on a very dear friend, a lovely woman, Miss Tippi Hedren. Hey, Tippi, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. Oh, I'm good, John, and how are you over there? I'm doing wonderful, and it's so nice to hear your voice again and have you back on the air with us. Well, thank you. Now, I want to introduce you to Karen Vance. Hi, Tippi. Hello, Karen. And, of course, uh, Miss Amanda Page is here with us. You know Amanda. Yes, yeah, it's hi, nice Amanda. to hear from you. So what's going on, Tippy? I mean, I've got a lot of questions for you. I want to start right off just to say, what's going on in your life? I mean, just basically, you know, around Shambhala, and I know you're actively, in, you know, you're active in so many things, but are you doing any screen stuff now? Or are, you, are you involved in uh, movies or TV? Well, you know, it, the, the, the industry has been hit by the economy just as, 
as much as a lot of uh, different vocations and businesses. Um, I was supposed to do a, a really scary movie in France, and they lost the funding. And um, there's another film that I'm uh, going to be doing uh, that's um, going to be great fun. It's a, a, about a, a grandmother uh, who I'm pl- playing a lot these days. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, but you know what? You're the most beautiful grandmother that I've seen. <laughs> oh, well, that, that makes me feel a lot better. Thank you so much. Um, uh, and hopefully that's going to be done. And, um, gee, my, my, my uh, oldest granddaughter is um, doing films now, and, um, you know, it's a very exciting time for her. Your granddaughter is doing yeah. films now? Yeah, Dakota. Dakota. Johnson. Dakota is. Yeah. Now, D- Dakota is actually how old? She's going to be 20 next week. Get out. Get out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> wow. And that's Melanie's daughter, of course. Yes, of course. Wow. And that's, wow, she's really grown up. Yeah, it's wonderful. And, and uh, Stella is having uh, her birthday party this afternoon, and she's uh, 13. Now, Stella is Melanie and Antonio's yes. daughter? Okay. Yes. And she's 13? Yes, she is. Wow. You know, we were talking the other day, and, you know, even like Amanda and I, Bobby and I will be talking. It's like, God, we got to get out the Tippy's place. It's been forever and a day <laughs> since we've been out there. Yeah, it's been way too long. It, ha- it really way has. Way too long, yes. You know, I was talking with Krista Rose not too long ago, and, you know, we were actually reminiscing how we met, and we met through you, and we met at Shambhala Preserve. Yes. yes. Oh, he's, he's an incredible person. This is um, um, the... Uh, charity that he works with. I mean, he's just wonderful. Very, very tough guy. Yeah, but last last so, chance for animals. Yes, but he's so sweet. I, I just love him. Now, as I was saying with, with Shambhala, you know, I'm very familiar with it, and I love coming out there to see you and all the cats that you have there and everything that you're doing for them. Just so people know, like I stated, it was actually founded in 1983, correct? Yes. And you've got, now you harbor quite a bit of, t- you've got tigers and lions, you have cougars, bobcats, you've got a majority of big cats, don't yes, you? Yes, we do. Lions, tigers, leopards, spotted and black, and uh, servals, lots of servals, you know, because um, they became the very, very popular exotic cat. And uh, because they're they're small, and, um, I mean, small, they, the, the males weigh about 40 pounds at, um, you know, at adulthood. And um, you know, but they're they're not really nice. They're they're greeting to each other and to us is a hiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that only too well. We were out there with a microphone one day, and uh, I remember that day. Yeah, you know, another good reason actually, and we talk about that, is how quick these cats can be and how dangerous they oh, can be. Oh, John, it's so frightening. And it's you know, it's, it's it's amazing though because you have these cats because people were trying to have them as pets, correct? Yes. So then uh, they end up in your preserve, but give us a reason. I mean, everybody should know, but, you know, for those people that don't know, Tippy, why should they not have these animals in their home? Well, first of all, it's an apex predator. These are one of the most dangerous animals in the world. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the job of the big cat, and all cats, actually, is, to, um, is the reason that you never see old animals in the wild, you never see sick animals, lame animals, because it is their job to take them out. And at the same time, they get their dinner. Now, what makes a good pet out of that? Nope. I, uh, I agree. You know, and um, uh, there are, are breeders all over the United States. There are eight, eight or nine states that have um, good laws. 
some of them have rather quasi-laws, and in um, uh, many states it's more difficult to get a license for your dog than have a lion or a tiger living in your backyard. I mean, we can't even get a, 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 a bead on how many there are in the United States because uh, so many of them don't, um, don't have permits, they don't have licenses, so there's no way to really tell. They're, they're, uh, in Texas, they uh, say there's uh, over 5,000 tigers living in Texas alone. There's only 1,400 in, in uh, India. I mean, it's become a huge, huge business in the United States. They, uh, um, U.S. Fish and Wildlife uh, consider the exotic animal business just on a par with illegal drugs. Now, what about in terms of, like, are some of these cats used for canned hunts? And can you explain what a canned hunt is yeah, for people well, that don't know? It's, it's, it's fairly simple but hideous. It's a facility that will take in exotic animals and for anywhere from, oh, three to thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, you can blow that animal away for a, with a weapon of your choice for a head on the wall, a rug on the floor, or stuff it and use it for body parts, and you know, which is a very popular thing with with um, many, many uh, cultures. Tippy, what's it, what's it going to take, though? I mean, bottom line, you know, I'm 20 years now doing, I'm doing this show, and you and I have known each other for many, many years, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we try to instill into these people that they should not have these type of animals in their home. But what's it actually going to take to make these people understand that these are dangerous animals? They don't belong in a home. They belong in the wild. And, and, and even that, though, we're encroaching on their territory in the wild, and they, they're getting no place to go. I mean, it, it's like their world is ending, which in, in turn, in the circle of life, means our world is ending. Yeah, well, you're, you're absolutely right there. And I'm wondering, you know, with the, uh, the bill that I'm, I'm uh, trying to get passed in uh, Washington now, this, the, the Captive Wildlife Safety Act passed unanimously, and that, that was to stop the interstate traffic um, of the um, um, exotic felines. And... Um, which was excellent, and it did stop a, a lot of the movement of these animals. However, the, the most important thing is to, to just put a final stop on the breeding. And um, uh, I, I, I co-authored a bill, and, uh, John, it's, it was four pages long. I mean, hmm. they could actually sit down and read it. Yeah, it's not something that was going to take them years, huh? No. Um, um, but then it, it went to markup. In um, a number of you know of areas in Washington, the uh, the um, congressmen have to look at it. The, um, the lawyers have to look at it, and um, the markup came back that to exempt the circus. And I said, "Whoa, what's this all about?" And they said, "Do you want this bill to pass? You have to exempt the circus." Now that leaves a loophole. That says a lot. I mean, it, it, and, you know, this is a special interest group. And it will not, apparently, it will not pass without, without the circus being exempt. And, you know, John, in my, in my conscience will not allow that to happen. To, to exempt an organization or a business that is cruel to the elephants, to the, the, the big cats in the circuses, is absolutely uh, uh, unconscionable to me. Tippy, how can I don't I, know? I don't know what to do about it. I don't know what to do about it. No, it's it's amazing because you're doing everything right and you're doing everything from your heart and soul, and these people don't want to listen. 
And that just amazes me. Yeah, it did me too. It did me too. And did you did you see that footage about the uh, the, the circus uh, treatment of the of the lions and tigers? No, I did not oh, see it's that. It was about a month and a half ago now, and it was on. Um, you know, I, I I think well, it was either NBC or well, it was one of the one of the main main uh, TV stations. I'm surprised and actually I, CNN I, didn't I, have it. I, I looked at it and I just started to cry. I thought how how brutal. And they were hitting these lions and tigers with with some sort of a, um, a stick or a pole or I don't know what it was. And there was a voice in the background saying, you've got to hit them harder. Tippy, hold on for a second. We're going to take okay. a little break. When we come back, we're going to continue on with Tippy Hedren. Okay. She's uh, the president there of Shambhala. If you want to check her out, she's on our website. We've got a link on there. And then you can go on to the links page for uh, Tippy's Preserve, which is Shambhala, or you can go to Shambhala.org. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do, and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. up on Vegas streets. With a Talking Pets News Brief, I'm Amanda Page. Police in Las Vegas say a tame tiger that escaped from a magic act has been captured. Police say the residents in the city's northwest section reported seeing the tiger wandering their streets on Thursday night. Police Lieutenant Les Lane says the cat belongs to the Fernando Brothers' magic act. He says the cat got loose, but they got it back into custody. The cat was found 
In a resident's backyard, Animal Control and Metro Police are investigating the incident. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Amanda Page. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page. We're speaking with Tippy Hedren. And um, you all know Tippy from, of course, Alfred Hitchcock. You know her from The Birds, and you know her also from Marnie. You know, it's so funny because a friend of mine asked me the other day, Tippy, um, weren't you in with Marnie with uh, Sean Connery? Yes, I was. What was it like working with him? Because my friend was oh. like, oh, Tippy worked with Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, he was a consummate actor. Uh, he was... Absolutely wonderful, and you know, was he was he's just a delightful, fabulous man. He was uh, practicing his golf swing. He was just, I, I guess, learning the wonderful game, and um, so we he practiced his swing practically the whole time in in between um, doing scenes and all that sort of thing. He was just he was wonderful. We did a wonderful tribute to him at AFI. Oh, it was a year and a half. Maybe two I years think I, re- I remember that, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was so thrilled when they asked me to speak about him, because it was really, it was really fun, wonderful. Yes, it wasn't it ironic that during the, during the commercial just now, they talked about a tiger getting loose? Yeah, actually, um, Amanda was reading that story, and mm-hmm. that was the one thing I wanted to... That was just in the news. And yeah. another example where people are using these animals as spectacles, you know, on, yeah. and here one tries to get away, and... Yeah. Probably looking for freedom. <laughs> well, this is just, it's very fortunate that nobody got hurt. Yeah, exactly. Very fortunate. And it's funny because they said in the story, oh, this animal is tame and oh, it's he's friendly. Not. You, can't. you can't tame them. Exactly. You can't. You can, you can, um, you know, you can train them to do things, and um, boy, if they don't want to do it, you've got a problem. Um, this isn't like training your puppy or, you know, whatever. Um it's not a domesticated animal. No, it's not, and it never will be. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, you know, many of the cats that we get are third and fourth, fifth generation, and you still can't take those instincts out. It, yeah. it would be a thousand years. Look how long it took to, to domesticate the dog and the cat. Now, when you're at Shambhala, which is your preserve, um, and at Shambhala, when you're going, I mean, you have skilled people that are... are they learn how to actually be around these animals. Well, we don't, we haven't done that in in uh, two years now. But yeah. how do you how do you feed them and so on and so forth? Well, we we have uh, you know every one of the compounds and you've seen the compounds. Right. They're big. Great compound. And uh, each one has a holding area, and that's for for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we move the animals around, and we do that so they're not in jail, they have a different body of water to play in, different tree to climb, different neighbor, you know, all those things that. We use the holding areas to uh, maybe put uh, ask that animal to go in there, and they do that easily because we feed them in there. And while the um, while the animals are being fed, the crew cleans. And um, uh, also, when we're moving them around, it is uh, it greatly facilitates that, and it's for for their safety and our safety as well. But um, we haven't we haven't had any uh, any. Um, hands-on with them for for two years. Uh, we had an, an accident here right. with one of the trainers, and um, that very next day, nobody has been in with any of the animals. They're just too volatile. We have so many of them, 
and um, um, I you mean, you got you got to use the right precautions, and you're yes, doing you it. Do. You know what you're doing. So, Absolutely. and that's just it. You know what you're doing, but other people don't know what they're doing, and those are the ones that end up bringing them into their home. With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, live from the ranch, here's your host, John Patch. Out of Corolla, North Carolina, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service will work with North Carolina State University next year on a study to determine the effects of the wild horse population on maritime forests, marshland, and wet meadows. Now, Coratech National Wildlife Refuge Manager Mike Huff said the 100 wild horses graze on grasses also used by waterfall for uh, food and shelter. Karen Vance? In South Dakota, aerial spraying to kill Canada thistles in Badlands National Park has been completed for the year. The Canada thistle is a noxious weed that could spread and interfere with the ecology in the park and nearby land. Badlands National Park has about 64,000 acres of wilderness, and a commercial helicopter operation sprayed more than 5,000 acres in July. John? Out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, police said a man trying to escape from two attacking dogs walked backward into a Fort Wayne street where he was struck and injured by a car. The man was walking on a sidewalk on the city's southeast side when the dogs went after him. Police said the man was taken to a hospital in critical condition. In... Past Christian, Mississippi, Gulfport shrimpers want to return to the docks they lost to Katrina. Um, for to Katrina, and in part, it, they lost it in Hurricane Katrina, but the port has no plans to rebuild the commercial docks. About a dozen shrimpers have relocated there. They pay more for gas to reach the shrimping grounds, and they have no dockside market. This is my only means of, of support. Shrimper Mike Siebel said. Struggled with those shrimp, didn't you, Karen? Out of Beaver Island, Michigan, uh, Kalamazoo College Assistant Biology Professor Benny Girdler has received the National Science Foundation grant to study native shoreline plants. She says she she, uh, wants to use it for two years and a $135,000 grant to study what can be done to preserve what's left of the native plants and what can be done to restore it elsewhere. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Karen Vance. We're speaking speaking with Tippy Hedren. We're open to your calls and questions at 866-606-TALK. Also, you can check us out on the webcam at TalkinPets.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. You can also check us out at MySpace.com forward slash Talkin' Pets. Click on the dog watching TV, and you can watch us live on the webcam. You can even chat with us on there if you wish. You can become one of our followers on Twitter. That's Twitter.com forward slash Talkin' Pets Radio. And also... Facebook.com forward slash Talkin' Pets Radio. Give us a call at 866-606-TALK. And once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page. And we're speaking with Tippi Hedren from Shambhala. Her website is shambhala.org. That's S-H-A-M-B-A-L-A.org. Check it out, and you can make a donation and help her out with her cats there. She's taking care of these cats. Tippi, how many cats do you have on the preserve now? Uh, 64. 64 cats? Mm-hmm. That's quite... That's a, and what lot. was... What's the name of the bill again that you're, you're trying to get passed? Uh, a, a federal ban on the breeding of the exotic feline for personal possession. John, what is, what is the take of your listeners on the circuses who have uh, exotic animals in them? You know, we've talked about that, and for... You know, it's hard to say because for the majority rule that people, when we've talked about it on the show or we've done a story and people would say something about it, those people don't agree with them. Who but, doesn't agree? 
that yeah. people from from the circus because they have a great PR um, firm that is frankly telling lies. Mm-hmm. You and know, I'll, I'll never forget. A very big circus was just uh, uh, last year had to go to court over brutality um, f- uh, to the elephants. You know, I'll, ne- I'll never forget the one day, and this was a couple years ago, Tippy. That you know, one of the organizations, one of the circus organizations, had called me up, and they kept calling and kept calling and wanted me to come out and do a tour, you know, of the elephant, uh, you know, exhibits or and so on and so forth, you know, where they keep them. And I was like, well, you know, if I come out there, I don't want to do just a tour. I want to have freedom to go where I want to go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and talk to uh, who I want to talk to and see what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Once I said that, they would not let me. Yeah. And. Well, you know, we had, uh, I think you met Cora, our circus elephant, who came to live with us. Mm-hmm. She had been with the Circus Vargas, and uh, she hated it so much. You know, eventually they'll go berserk because the confinement of the animal and the, the brutal treating of them. Uh, and she almost killed two trainers, tore the tent down, and they were going to kill her. And we said, no, 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 we'll take her. And they said, you're crazy, she'll kill you. Well, she was an angel because all she had to do was be an elephant. And she had Timbo, you know, our bull elephant to live with. And they had the lake to submerge in. They had, they went up and down the river with Chris Gallucci. They went out in the desert area, uh, you know, always, always with Chris. Uh, but they had a, a wonderful life. And she was, she, it just disproved their whole, their whole, you know, rhetoric completely. It's amazing because they're wild and exotic animals. Yeah. And think, I think if people put it in their head, and think about it as if they took over the body of this animal. Would they want to have? Would they want to be dancing around with a tutu on them? Would they want to be walking in circles? Would they want to have chains on their ankles? Would they want to be bullwhipped? I mean, it's just no. They no, I, I think everybody would answer no, 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 no. I think it's important that the children learn this: that these these animals are not treated well in the circus, and it's uh, uh, the confinement is horrible. The uh, you know, an elephant needs to walk about fifty miles a day. Wow. And where are they going to do that? Right. Wow. There, it's be- and, and one of the reasons is because of the foods that they eat. They're very gaseous. And if they don't <laughs> walk a great deal... No, I mean... <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> you don't want to stand behind him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, the, these animals are, are not only treated miserably, but they're, they, they can't feel right. They can't feel good. I mean, it's just I'm 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 so angry that this special interest group is getting, you know, trying to get what they want. Tippy, hold on again. We're going to take a little break. We got to go out to break, but we'll be back with more of Tippy Hedron. If you've got a question for her, give us a call now because she's only going to be with us for a short time. Eight six 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 zero six talk. Eight six 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 zero six eight two five five. Once again, this is Talking Pets, and check her website out at shambala dot org. <laughs> Right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Give your dog some thought with Dog Thoughts. It's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. Hey, what do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. Now, I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's why. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. 
Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Join us every week on Wings and Things, where you'll find real answers to real questions about everything you want to know about pet birds. Care, feeding, bird products, travel, and more. Everything to make your frequent flyer a happy camper. From parrots to parakeets, cockatiels to cockatoos, you'll have a bird's eye view of everything there is to know about your fun, feathered friends. We're your hosts, Barbara Heinrich from Good Birding and Robin Schwokas from the Leather Elves. How do I learn more about my parrots? Spread your wings and get ready to fly. Wings and Things, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. That's what Tippy does to me. See what you do to me, Tippy? You give me fever. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page. We're speaking with Tippy Hedren from Shambhala, and it's shambhala.org is the website. If you want to check it out, it's S-H-A-M-B-A-L-A.org. Tippy, this is Amanda. I have a question. What can mm-hmm. people do to support your bill? Is there anything that we can go out and do or write to someone that would be in support of your bill? Because I, I think that... Um, it would be a good thing to get as many people on board as possible. Oh, absolutely. Um, right to um, your senators. My own senator is, is uh, hopefully still going to be um, uh, introducing the bill, uh, uh, Buck McKeon and um, uh, Ed Perlmutter, and he's from uh, Colorado, the Denver area. Um, but right to each one of your senators, uh, your congressmen, and, um, I mean, that could be very, very helpful. And if people could really look into what's going on in the circus, and, and this, would, this would be one way to stop that as well. I mean, there are so many circuses that are wonderful that, um, you know, and they don't have any animals in them at all. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it isn't necessary. And, you know, there this, this whole nonsense of children needing to see the animals in the circus, well, that's not the way to see them. Tippy, this mean, is Karen, and I wanted to know, how did you start from the very beginning to get this bill going, and how long has it taken for you to get this far? Uh, with this bill, uh, I started two years ago, and um, uh, with the other one, it, it took about the same same amount of time. And how do you start off? Well, you um, you come to them with an idea. I came to them with a, with a, with a bill. To your and senator? Yeah, uh, no, to the congressman. It goes to the House first. Okay. And, um, uh, it, you know, fortunate. The first, the first bill I talked, I, I did in the, it was, I think, the year 2000, and uh, the late um, Tom Lantos introduced the bill. But the head of the committee at the, um, um, uh, for the House uh, was from Texas. And he said, this isn't good for the state of Texas because... Well, for one thing, they have more breeders there. They have more canned hunts in the state of Texas. They, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's insanity. 
So he, he just said, and he didn't even let the bill go to committee. And that bill was uh, titled the Shambhala Wild, Wild Animal Protection Act. And uh, so, you know, I thought about it for a while, and I thought, well, okay, let's go on a different tack. Let's, um, uh, and I asked my own uh, congressman to introduce it, and uh, that was the Captive Wildlife Safety Act. And, you know, it isn't easy to get a bill passed. It really isn't. Well, we're finding that out right now. Right, exactly. In, in Congress. You know, I, I, uh, you know, I've never feared for our country in my life, and I fear highly for it right now. No, I'm with you on that one. Oh boy, I'm just I'm Absolutely. Yeah, I'm it's it's scary. a scary world out there. It really is, and I don't yeah. think I don't think people look at it seriously. They think and, as long uh, you as you know, they... and I think now more than ever we have to just just really connect with our congressmen and senators to say this is what we want. You work for us, you know? Tippy, if somebody Absolutely. wants to reach you, I you know, I gave out your website which is shambala.org and that's s h a m b a l a.org. But, you know, in this day and age, honestly, I mean, we get people that will call into the show and they don't have a computer. Um, and yeah, some I know people it. Well, let's see. Um, uh, uh, they can uh, write to us at Box 189. Box 189. Acton, California. A-C-T-O-N, California 93510. Okay. Or call at 661-268-0380. So it's uh, box 189, Acton, California, 93510. Yes. And the phone number there is 661-268-0380 if you want to call Shambhala Preserve. Mm-hmm. You can do so at that information, or you can write to her at box 189, Acton, California, 93510. Tippy, how are, um, I know uh, you were involved uh, with Michael Jackson a bit there when you have two of his tigers, don't you? Yes, we How do. How are they doing? When, when, uh, when Michael decided to leave Neverland forever, he asked uh, Dr. Martin Dennis, his, uh, his veterinarian, and uh, uh, Marty was, uh, has been our veterinarian since 1971 uh, when we were doing our movie, you know, Roar. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, he asked uh, Dr. Dennis to find the best homes in the United States for the animals, and he... he uh, uh, asked us to take the, the two tigers, Thriller and Sabu, and that was in 2006. And um, we built a new compound for them, and it's on the lake, so you know they have water to swim in, and and it's right next, right and adjacent, or fairly close to our two safari tents that you can stay overnight in. Did yeah. he give you any money to uh, help support no. them? No. No, you're on your own on that one, raising the money, right? Yeah, yes. Now, how do you raise that? I mean, basically uh, through like shows like mine, asking people to help with donations for these big cats. Almost, almost anything. And right now, it's terrible. We've had big, you know, the big um, events at the Hilton Hotel and and uh, um, all over the Los Angeles area. Some in San Francisco. But uh, everything is is drying up so terribly right now that I'm I'm. I'm uh, the economy is horrible. Yeah. And the thing it's is, awful. I mean, you know, there's people out there and there's people that are listening to my show right now. I mean, you know, if in your will, for instance, if you've got money that you want to leave to the big cats and help out Tippy, you know, you love Tippy through her movies for whatever reasons. If you love Tippy, or you love Melanie Griffith, you love Antonio Banderas, you love the cats. They need the money. They need the money to help these cats. So you know, you can write to her at Box. 189 Acton, California, 93510. You can call her 
at 661-268-0380. You want to see the preserve and you can't get out there to see it, um, basically you can go on to the website, shambhala.org. Tippy, we're going to take a little break. I want your final thoughts when we come back, if you would. Okay. And um, we're going to continue on with Miss Tippy Hedron. I love you, Tippy. I love you too, John. Don't go away. We'll be right back. More of Tippy Hedron right here on Talking Pets. Give us a call, 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. I'm John Patch. I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Like a lazy ocean hugs the shore. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Karen Vance. And Amanda Page. Just ha- can't help but get into the music. We're speaking with Tippy Hedren from Shambhala Preserve. That's shambhala.org if you want to check it out. Once again, Tippy, you know, you've got so much to do. I only have like a, a small segment here to say goodbye, but I just want to say you've got so much to do with all these cats that you have, over 60 big cats, tigers, lions, panthers, everything, and you got to feed them, you got medical care. That's a lot of money each year, correct? Yes, we uh, our um, uh, monthly bill is uh, seventy five thousand. Wow! And uh, you know, and it's uh, it's difficult right now. It's really hard. So, uh, but um, you know, I'm I would certainly invite your listeners to check into uh, you know different organizations and what what's going on and check out the, the circus. Uh, with the animals and see what um, what they're doing and look on the internet because you'll you'll find a, a lot on the internet uh, about this situation and um, you know they 
there, there's just so many things that are wrong, and, and we can write them. You know, we can put them right if we, if we really um, work on it. And it doesn't take that long to, to write a letter. You know, form your thoughts and, and uh, all that. And you know, the amazing get part... Get it out there. Yeah, because we do have a voice. Exactly. And, and the amazing part about people... People are the ones that make things evolve. They're the, thing, they're the ones that make things go. So if you exactly. stop going to something and supporting something like this, it's not going to survive. Exactly. So if you want to help you know, these animals that are utilized in circuses for all the wrong reasons, don't go to the circus. Yeah. Uh, one of our, uh, the, the woman who is our editor of our paper and head of our, our membership program um, went uh, to Ringling Brothers Circus. Uh, a while when it was in L.A., and um, she hadn't been since she was a little child, and she said, knowing what these animals are and how they are supposed to live, she said she just burst into tears. Well, what, was the, what was the elephant? Was it Tyke, if I recall, yes, in Hawaii? Yes, that was in Hawaii, yes. Right. right. Ran, away from the, ran away from the circus, ran down the street, and they shot him. Yeah. Killed him right there on the streets in Hawaii. It's just an animal but trying you know to be something? wild. It's, you know what? It's almost better that than living the life they have to live. I agree. I mean, they are so they are so humiliated doing those stupid acts. You know, our our Akura, the the, the um, um, cow elephant. I, we never saw her stand on her head. We never saw her <laughs> sit up or dance around in circles. You know, well, we never started. It, it's totally, totally, ironically different from the lives that they should be leading. They also use them for slave labor, putting up tents and stuff. Yes. Tippy, we have to. We're at the top. We got to say goodbye real quick. Okay. Um, are you going to be in Orlando for some kind of event going on? Yes, I am. What's What's yes. the hotel you're going to be at? Go, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, know. It's on my schedule, but I don't have that in front of me. I know it's in Orlando, Florida, October 9th through the 11th. You're going to be there, so maybe they can check it out on your website. Yeah, I'll be I'll be uh, signing autographs. At, Legends at of Horror. Uh, that's yeah. the, that's the event. Legends of Horror. Check it out. You can check it out on the website. But we do got to say goodbye, Tippy. Of course, okay, I love you. All right. Well, let's get together in Orlando. Definitely, that would yeah, be good. Okay. Sounds Perfect. good. Once we'll, again, we'll all get together. That would be wonderful. Sounds good. Great. Thanks, okay. Tippy. Thank you so much. Check her out at Shambhala.org is the website. You can write to her at Box 189, Acton, California, 93510. You can give the uh, preserver call. I'm John Patch, and this is Talkin' Pets. Bye for now. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.